Are you ready to unapologetically unleash your bold and define your life, money, and business? Define You Radio Class is in session with host the Southern Belle of Bold, Valencia Griffin Wallace, brings you the stories behind the glory. Hear from women and men who decided that life didn't define them. They were going to define themselves. Pen and papers ready. Class is now in session. Yes, welcome, 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 guys. This is your girl, Valencia Griffin-Wallace, and thank you for tuning in to Define You Radio Classes and Session, where you get the tips, strategies, life lessons, and more to help you unleash and define your life. Well, tonight, we are talking about the icing on the cake. That's Confidence, Attitude, Kindness, and Excellence with Miss Monique Denton Davis, who I love, and I know you guys are going to love her also. If you dialed in tonight and would like to get on the line with us, feel free to press 1 on your keypad and we'll get you on Define You Radio. Make sure you follow and connect with the show on Blog Talk Radio and Define You Radio's Facebook page for updates, show notes, and guest information. Our guest tonight, Ms. Monique, is a passionate life and career coach based in Long Island, New York. And you guys are going to hear it a little bit in her voice. <laughs> she was also raised in the same area. Her passion for helping women began early on in life. Currently, she is the proud founder and CEO of Embrace Your Cake. Let me recap that for you guys. Confidence, attitude, kindness, and excellence. Career coaching. She is also a dedicated director, trainer, and recruiter who has worked for both corporate and nonprofit organizations. For over two decades, Monique has held numerous leadership positions and is evident in everything that she does, in human resources, and she uses all of that valuable know-how when working with her clients. Her number one mission is to motivate women in all walks of life, encouraging them to embrace their cake and break through any obstacle without any wavering sense of confidence. And you guys know here at Define You, we're all about confidence, right? Nothing makes her happier than seeing people win and live the fulfilling life that they have always deserved. And let me just add this, guys. Okay, Monique is also uh, certified in human resource management, diversity, and inclusion. She's also a certified nonviolence crisis intervention trainer and holds a degree in organizational management. Wow, I'm so grateful to have her on tonight's show. I know you guys are going to enjoy it. With that being said, I want you guys to think about how you can embrace your case and let's welcome Miss Monique to the show and find out how we could do that in a little bit more. Monique, welcome to Define You Radio. 
Hi, Valencia. Thank you, thank you, thank you so much. First of all, you are awesome. You are phenomenal, and you know I love you too, the Southern Belle of Bow, and I appreciate you for having me on your show as a guest. I am absolutely honored, and um, you are definitely one of my diva sisters, one of my sisters in empowerment. (laughs) So... Embrace Your Cake, yes, is all about confidence, attitude, kindness, and excellence. And I started Embrace Your Cake about a year ago, and I'll be honest, I know that um, you just celebrated a big birthday. Well, I celebrated that birthday a little while ago. And what's interesting is that, yes, yes, (laughs) ma'am. Yes. Happy late birthday. Happy late birthday. (laughs) Thank you. And I didn't start embracing my cake until after 40. Mm. And when I started, and you know what, and I didn't realize that I wasn't embracing my cake. You know, I was living in what I call a facade, like, oh, everything is fine on the outside, but there was something missing on the inside. So embrace your cake is all about your cake is your confidence, your attitude, your kindness, your excellence. Not only does it describe your inner you, it describes your external you and how you feel about everything. So I had some issues with I wasn't too happy or confident um, in my appearance. I wasn't too happy and confident with the way things were going in life. And it's funny because I just went day to day, just kept going, kept going, Wasn't a problem at the job. The job was good, but it wasn't exactly what I wanted to do. So all those things start to eat at you, and it actually impacts your confidence. So when I finally began to embrace my cake, I said, okay, it's time to share. I always love sharing. I always love supporting. I always love helping. And it's not just my mission. It's my obligation to make sure all women from all walks of life are empowered. And, you know, we use the word empowered a lot. There's empower this, empower right. this on social media. But I truly believe that being empowered and, and taking responsibility for everything that happens in your life, whether good or bad, taking that responsibility gives you the option to make the necessary changes that you need to make to put you in the direction where you need to go. So that's all about the cake, confidence, being confident, (laughs) having a good attitude, being kind and operating in excellence in everything that we do. I love everything you just said, but I especially love that you said not only is it your mission, but you're obligated to do this, to empower women, to help other people embrace their cake. Can you tell us? Um, when did you realize that, okay, I found me, I've embraced my cake, I, I'm ready to um, help women? What's the difference? Because a lot of people feel that need to do something. You know, we all want to do something. But there's something that happens that you know that you're obligated to do this. What, what so was that? for me... Um, embracing my cake. I was in a a long-term relationship, and we were together about five years, and I'm like, okay, (laughs) either it's time for us to take the next step and get married, or it's time for us to say, you know, time for us to part ways. 
But what's interesting is that many of us um, will be okay in certain situations and certain relationships. And for a while, I thought that I was okay. But what happened to me is I literally had a Walmart breakdown. And I was in Walmart with my mom, and we were talking, and we started to plan my wedding, and I realized that I couldn't, I, I had a hard time planning because there was something wrong, Valencia. I had a hard time celebrating myself. I had a hard time cheering for myself. I had a hard time doing something good for myself. And I grew up around the, uh, as a latchkey kid. And, you know, latchkey kids, we come home and our parents work. For me, I was raised in a single-parent home. And um, my mother worked, so between the hours of three, they say three and six, but it's really three until. So the hours is mm. from three until right. I was responsible, you know, at a very young age for taking care of the home, taking care of my brother, making sure everything was okay, the homework. I knew what to take out, how to um, prepare dinner for us. I knew how to make sure we had the homework done and the chores were done. So I had a huge responsibility. And what I did was I carried on that responsibility throughout my teen life and my young adult life. I just had a sense where I had to take care of everyone. So I had to take care of everyone. I had to support everyone. Um, it carried out through my relationships. And then, you know, things happen when you're younger that you don't realize impact you or eat away at your confidence. Um, you know, different things that are said. I was chubby, chubby, dark-skinned chick. And... um and, and most days I would say I had, I had a good childhood, but, you know, kids are kind of cruel. So there's a few things right. that were said that I, I took to heart that I didn't realize until I got older. Um, I also went to, and it's so interesting, um, I went to school. The first school I went to was in the South. I went to Clark Atlanta University. And it's interesting how we sometimes, you know, treat each other. And uh -huh. it's true in terms of cliques. So I went through cliques where someone had actually said to me, you know, you're, you're dark-skinned, you're with the wrong group of girls. You know, wow. well, this sorority isn't for you. This isn't the group that's for you. So there were several experiences that I had that happened to me that started to chip away at my cake, you know, started to uh -huh. chip away at my confidence. So I didn't realize when I was an adult that I carried all this with me. So I had a lot of baggage. So I'm in Walmart now, and I can't plan. I can't talk about it. And my mother's saying, you know, well, what are you going to do? And I literally had a breakdown. I said, well, I'm not going to do anything because I have to do everything by myself. You know, no one in the family is going to help me. None of my friends are going to help me. No one likes me. And then I literally started crying about everyone that didn't like me, didn't care, didn't want to help me, didn't want to support me. And my mother literally just looked at me like, what is going on? So usually when we finish our shopping for the day, we, we um, you know, sit down and we recap. This day when I drive to oil, she basically stopped me at the door and was like, okay, I'll see you later. <laughs> but when I got home, <laughs> you know, you have that few, those few minutes by yourself and you sit down and you think about your day and you recap everything that happened. Mm -hmm. I started to think about my Walmart breakdown, and instead of crying, I started laughing. And I had to ask myself, wow. Monique, what is your problem? And I realized that everything that I felt had nothing to do with anyone else. It had everything mm -hmm. to do with me. 
No one ever said, I'm not going to help you. No one ever said they wasn't happy for me. Valencia, I was literally living like in a state of paralysis. You know, I carried so much stuff for so long that I couldn't express my own happiness and I couldn't celebrate myself. So once I realized that and I thought about different things that had happened through the years and, you know, how you just keep going. You know, you right. I just kept piling up the bag, piling up the bag with different things, you know, bad relationships and things that happened, and I just kept going. And I never unpacked all this extra baggage. I never unloaded. Um, and it wasn't until that breakdown point that I had to realize, okay, Monique, you have to unload. So I said, you know what, if it took me this long, there are other women that need to unpack and unload. And some of us that need to unpack and unload don't even know that we need to unpack and unload yet. So that was mm-hmm. that was my, my real turning point in saying, you know what, I am obligated to help because once I unpacked and unloaded, things changed for me tremendously. I mean, even in terms of I lost weight, <laughs> I felt better, I got rid of the glasses, I got some contacts. So <laughs> there was just so many different dynamics, you know, and, and unpacking and unloading the stuff. So um, that's why I feel it's my obligation. I, it's my obligation to help other women who need to unpack and unload. One, to realize you got to unpack and unload, and then to assist them in how, you know, through that process. And I'm going to tell you, one of the things that I admire about your story and your hashtag Walmart breakdown <laughs> is that it you you had it and you snapped back and you was like, okay, I need to do some self-evaluation here and I need to do something to change the way that I feel. And you actually did it. And that's the difference. Um, that I see with a lot of, of women, or and I'm going to just say women, men, you, you know, I love you, hey, hashtag define you. But let's talk about with women, we beat ourselves up so much, we know what's wrong, but a lot of times we don't do that extra step. And And I tell people, some of us, you know, we're so busy going on autopilot and, and being responsible like that happened when you were young. So it almost became kind of natural to put yourself last because you had to take care of of the house, make sure everything was done. And so I love exactly. that not only did you realize it, but you had that, um, okay, I'm not helpless. This is what I'm going to do. And that's what women and people in general need is that this is what this is my game plan you know like you said the unpack and and unload so kudos and congratulations on the weight loss um I often like to show my pictures of when I lost 80 pounds and I tell people you could see the mental and physical weight of my life of putting me last like I look like I was my own grandmother. And, you know, there's <laughs> no other way to say it. I look like I, you know, could have gave me birth twice. And But it does something when you realize who you are. Why do you think, okay, I'm going to ask you this question. 
okay, and get get your opinion on this. Who do you think have more self-confidence issues, men or women? So that's an interesting question, and I feel that um, I, re- I really feel that we have the same amount of confidence issues, but I feel like mm-hmm. women show it more. You know, we show it more. Men might have men might have it, but they're not going to show it. And with women, I think we can't help but show it. And it's interesting because sometimes we'll think that, you know, we're confident, and, and I call it, you know, faking a facade. We're walking around like everything is cool. I'm the next best thing mm-hmm. to slice bread. And, and, you know, deep down inside you get home and you look at yourself like something is not right. But I really right. feel that um that it impacts us differently because there are so many societal norms on how we should look, how we should act, how we should dress, and then there's so much responsibility. You know, I, I talked about the responsibility that I have, but women on a whole, from all walks of life, we take on the responsibility of the family. We know that the men, you know, a lot of, people feel and believe men are the head, but right behind that head, we are the neck, you know, yeah. and we're the ones really controlling the direction of the head, <laughs> saying this is what has to happen. So I think by nature, um, confidence and lack of confidence because of many things impact women differently. You know, I think it's the same, but I think it shows more when we have a lack of confidence. And I definitely uh, agree with that 100%. And one of the things that I see with women, some women are scared to, and I'm doing my air quotes, scared to be confident and show that they love themselves because they don't want to hear other women say, oh, you think you're all that or, oh, you're a little cocky and so on and so forth. Um, your thoughts? You know what? I suffered from that, <laughs> and I suffered from it. It's interesting because I suffered from it at work, and I think that we do ourselves the biggest injustice by not being true to who we are and being confident. At one time, um, I remember one position I had, I literally would act like, um, you know, things that I knew I didn't know, you know, my supervisor would tell me something, and I'm like, oh, wow, that's great. Thank you. I never knew that, mm. and I knew it, but I I wanted to, I don't want to say, you know, dumb yourself down, but I felt like right. it wasn't appropriate or it wasn't my place to um, put myself in a position where it might seem like I knew more or knew as much as. But what I started to learn is um, – that can create problems for you in the future. You know, you, in terms of being confident, um, the lack of confidence shows. The lack of not completely loving yourself or feeling good about yourself shows. And I think the difference between confidence and cockiness is when you are confident, you love yourself. You understand that you are uniquely you. You are not comparing yourself to what someone else has or what someone else doesn't have. You are loving you. You're respecting you, and you are believing in you. 
And I think the cockiness comes in when you think that you're better than others, you know, or Mm. your situation or your past or you're comparing yourself and you think that you're better. So that's why I see the cockiness um, coming into play. And I think that's the difference. And there's nothing wrong with being, you know, with loving yourself, with being empowered and with feeling good because I think you also treat people how to treat you. You know, you teach people how to treat you. So if you are confident in who you are, people are going to treat you um, like you're a confident person. They're going to respect you like you're a confident person. So that's the difference I feel between confidence and cockiness. It's more of being okay with you and being happy with you and loving yourself opposed to loving yourself so much to the point where you think you're better than others. You know, understanding and and valuing everyone's differences. I that was so eloquently said. I love that. It's funny that you talked about um, your situation at work because I remember just throughout my career of working, you know, not being afraid to let people know how smart I was. You know. Um, because mm-hmm. a lot of times if if you look a certain way or have a certain background, you know, you don't have the uh, quote-unquote white picket fence, two dogs, two-and-a-half kids, whatever, um, people really kind of underestimate how smart you are. And it's funny because I, I love me now. I didn't used to love me, but I love me now. So I'm very particular with how I present myself. But because I present myself a, a certain way, I've had people actually say, Valencia, I didn't think you were as smart as you are. That came from mm-hmm. a woman. And I'm like, <laughs> and so I, I, had I not been a confident woman, I would have tried to backtrack and, girl, no, I don't know. Uh, that much or so on and so forth I think we do that a lot You know when someone compliments us um, Oh I just bought this For five dollars Oh this is something old Or oh this is whatever We, we downplay or give, try to give back the compliment Why do you Why do you think that is Because I don't hear men doing that Exactly I think that Um, I, I really think that ties into confidence And again when I talked about my job situation and, um, you know, not letting people know as much as I know, that had a lot to do with my lack of confidence, you know. And, wow. and I'll be was before I started embracing my cake. <laughs> so after embrace your cake, embracing my cake, you know, there's a big difference. But I think, and, and not that I think, I know that when we start to come up with reasons and excuses, you know, and, and I used to do it all the time. Someone compliment me, oh, thank you. I got this one. said, oh, thank you. And I always have a backup right after the thank you. And it's because, sure. one, I was apologizing for who I was and what I had. Wow. And for some reason, because of my lack of confidence, I felt that I really wasn't deserving. And that's something that I talk about in my ebook. And I'm like, why? When you make up excuses or you have to give an explanation 
you know, for something that you have, something that you've worked hard for, something that you want, something that's yours, or for who you are, that is a clear indication of a lack of confidence. So that is another thing that I that that I identified, that I did, and I said, oh no, this has to stop. So after embracing wow. my cake and my confidence, now <laughs> I get a compliment. Thank you. You don't need to know where I got it or how much I paid for it. Thank you. I really appreciate it. So I've learned um, through having confidence to not have to always explain or be apologetic for for the things that I have, you know, and the things that I do. Mm. You just dropped about four or five mics. When you're confident, you understand you you have you don't have to explain. I love that you made it made it real simple, cut and dry, and and I love that. So I want to move on to talk about attitude. Yeah. <laughs> how how does how big a part of life, or how big a part of confidence, um, is attitude? When I describe attitude and when I think about attitude in terms of embracing your cake, attitude for me is having the right attitude to understand that you are worthy of everything this world has to offer, to have a positive attitude, to have a grateful attitude for everything that you have. You know, sometimes people think of an attitude as being, um, you know, overly assertive or a little aggressive. My definition of attitude is to be affirmative, you know, in who you are. Some people have an attitude of, well, if it can go wrong, it's going to go wrong. You know, anything that can go wrong is going to go wrong. Or, okay, one thing happened bad today. I know that's it for the rest of the day. My attitude is one thing happened bad today. This is the first thing and the last thing because I know I'm going to have a good day. You know, I know the rest of the day is going to be great. So having a positive attitude, having an attitude where you are affirming yourself, you know, when you start your day, having a good attitude. Hi, good morning, Monique. How are you today? You know, it's going to be a good day. It's going to be a good day. You're going to achieve some goals. You're going to do this, talking positively to yourself. And a lot of times when we have an attitude of aggression or, you know, when we have an attitude, a bad attitude of, you know, anything can go wrong, it's usually because there's something underlying that we haven't dealt with. So attitude for me is very important, and it's important that, we always keep a positive attitude and even look for the good and the bad. Mm. Even when bad things happen or even when challenges come, there's always something good that we can find out of it. So when you embrace your cake, when you're confident, you have a different attitude. You know, your outlook is different. So instead of looking at things in the negative, you start to look at things in the positive. And you you have less time to be mad at the world because you're focused on on the positive part. You're focused on being, you know, bettering you, you know, um, because I noticed in, in my own life, once I embrace my cake, 
um, it the world didn't seem so dark. It didn't seem so hateful. It I didn't right. feel like I had to get get you before you get me. You know. So and I you know what else, Felicia? You ever notice that sometimes um, <laughs> it's funny you can meet someone. <laughs> Or you have some type of interaction and you automatically get an attitude or you think that person has an attitude and it's never, ever about the other person, you know. And and it always is about you and how you feel about yourself. And I always tell people, even when people say things to you that might be unkind or say things to you that might be hurtful, um, it's never really about you. It's always about some type of problem, issue, or concern that they have with themselves that they're just not ready to deal with. So I think everything that we do ties into our attitude and how we behave and how we treat others and how we see others. And feeling good about ourselves um, is definitely going to give us a positive attitude. Hmm. I, I love that. And Earlier, I want to go back to something you said earlier um, when we were talking about confidence, and I believe you said something about, um, you know, how you treat yourself, how you allow others to treat you also. And I think when you when when you're when you do embrace your cake, you realize sometimes you just don't have to take other people's foolishness. Which brings me to my next question. Because I've heard this this a lot, so we're you know I'm at the K in the cake. Sometimes <laughs> people are scared to be kind. They're scared to be kind because they feel like people take their kindness for weakness. I totally I totally agree, and I understand that. Um, and mm-hmm. I, I to me it goes back to kindness and. I think the misconception that people have is they view kindness sometimes as a weakness, but I view kindness as a strength. Mm. If you can interact with someone, being no matter how they are to you, and just, I mean, now you could kindly say something and let somebody know. You could kindly tell someone off, okay? But <laughs> <laughs> if you can be kind yeah, being kind is, is really a strength, and it's interesting because a lot of people don't feel that way, but it takes a lot. You know, we talk about turning the other cheek. It takes a lot to, and a strong person to be kind and to be forgiven to someone, one, who doesn't deserve it, two, to someone who hasn't been kind to them. But it takes nothing away from us to treat someone with kindness. And I always go back to Maya Angelou's quote, quote about how you, um, someone will always remember how you make them feel. I never want to have an interaction with someone where I've said something and I've made them feel bad. It's happened to me. It doesn't feel good. It doesn't take anything away from me to be pleasant, to be kind. And the thing about the strength in kindness is that, and, and Tyler Perry, I'm not quoting Tyler Perry or Medea, but I'll just bring this up. <laughs> In one of the plays, at the end of the play, Medea said, um, 
it's not what they call you, it's what you answer to. Yeah. So I truly believe that in being kind and people viewing it as a weakness, it shouldn't bother how they view you as long as you are comfortable and confident with who you are. You know, people will try and take advantage, but you have the ability to stop that. I mean, let them think that they could take advantage. There are, I choose my battles. You know, I choose my battles down to things on social media, down to different interactions. It could even be an interaction with a cashier in a grocery store. You know, I choose my battles, and I choose not to address every single thing because I just don't have to. You know, and I see that. I see kindness as a true strength. You know, we should never allow people to change who we are by something that they've said. So to me, as long as you are comfortable with who you are, you should not have a problem with someone viewing your kindness as weakness. You should always understand that it's really your strength. Agreed. Agreed. I love that you said um, <clears throat> you pick your battles because I consider myself to be somewhat of a warrior, of a soldier, <laughs> of a, you know, <laughs> uh, 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 you know, I love boxing and kickboxing. I tell people don't let the dresses and the skirts fool you. I am a soldier and a, and a soldier's mom. Um, but that pick your battles thing, that's something with me definitely had to come with age because part of me embracing my cake, I think I overdid it a little bit because (laughs) I was like, I'm, you know, like I'm getting the last word because I have came this far in life. So let me tell you why you are wrong. And And one thing that I had to learn was, silence, and I always thought it was like a stupid quote, right? I always thought it was like cliche and people that say that are, you know, maybe scary or something, but silence Mm -hmm. speaks volume. Yes. And even though sometimes I want to respond, sometimes I want to respond, you know, it's a constant, it's not a constant battle. It gets easier as I get older, but I realized that me not responding has more of an effect than me lowering myself just so I can say I responded. Yes. That's hard. I know. I know. (laughs) And it's interesting because people, you know, even, with me and embracing my case, people will all say, well, you know, you need to let her know or you need to let him know or you need to. Mm-hmm. And I said, you know, it's no need. I know. And I'm right. comfortable and confident sure. with me knowing and I'm okay with it. And I'm okay. Mm-hmm. And usually the people that we feel we need to let know, nine times out of ten, they end up knowing. <laughs> mm-hmm. And before we have to correct their behavior or correct them, um, a lot of times based on us not responding, they correct themselves and their interactions with you start to change. So it's something that you definitely have to work on, and it's something that is a strength. I mean, I just, I will not be, I won't respond to everything. I'm not going to be 
um, lowered to certain standards, and I'm not going to treat you differently. I'm just not going to interact. Mm. And that's how I handle it. (laughs) I will not engage. Exactly. I, I love it. I I tell people, I tell my grandmother all the time who has watched me grow from, uh, like I say, G-Baby to Valencia, and I said, uh, I tell her, I said, Ma, I just sometimes choose not to engage, because if I engage, I don't know who coming, Valencia or G-Baby, so I would just (laughs) just leave it in the back, leave it in the back. So I want to talk about the excellence in Embrace Your Cake. What does it mean to you to live in excellence, walk in your excellence? Can you expand a little bit on our excellence? Sure. So excellence, to me, that that meaning is we were not put here to be mediocre, you know, and, and I know sometimes you might have seen the post on Facebook or we read it a lot, but I truly believe that. There is nothing mediocre about any of us. You know, we are all uniquely different. We all have gifts. We all have talents. We all have something to bring to the table, and I refuse to be mediocre in anything I do. You know, I feel that it is necessary to approach everything with excellence to approach everything as if you want to have the best outcome that there could possibly be. Because when you approach things without approaching them in excellence, you're not striving for the best. So you know it's always hard. You strive for the top and you might not get to the top the first time. But if you're not even striving for the top and you're not even trying to approach it with excellence, you're just giving it half your best those are the type of results that you're going to get. So operating in excellence in everything that you do is also goes into your confidence, also goes into your attitude, also goes into being kind, and it means I'm not going to be mediocre. You know, mm-hmm. everything that I do, I'm going to do it in excellence, and I'm going to give it my best, and I'm going to give it my all. And I think sometimes we get comfortable and we get complacent. Yes. So we just start doing things, <laughs> you, know, mm. you know, okay? Maybe. We just start doing them <laughs> without giving it 100%. And I always, mm-hmm. and I check myself. When that happens to me, I'm like, you know what, Monique, you're not giving it your all. You know, you're you coming at this, you're approaching it um, not with a sense of excellence and not with a sense of wanting to have a great achievement. So that's where excellence mm-hmm. comes in. You should or we should always strive for excellence in everything that we do. I love that. And and you know what I realized, Monique, is that a lot of times people will do things uh because they see other people do it. A lot of times we will do stuff because somebody else said we should do it. Or we do stuff because we're on, we're on autopilot. Or like you said, we're comfortable. And yeah. there's no excellent in, excellence involved. It's just doing it. You know, I, like I think a lot of times we are okay with being next. 
we're okay with being next, the next this or the next that. And I have a problem with next. Whatever I do, I want to be the first. Something. And we get okay with being okay. And, you know, and that's not the example that I want to set for my children. You know, that's not the example that I want to set for my daughters. I don't want you to be okay with being okay. <laughs> you know, I don't want you to be mediocre. I want you to operate in excellence. And they watch us, and they see what we yeah. do. And if what we say isn't matching what we do, <laughs> uh-huh. then they take what we say for granted. So I lead by example. You know, you can do, you can be what you want to be. You can do what you want to do, but you must give it your all. You must give it 100%. And when they, even with our children and even the people in our circle, you know, I'm telling you, even the people in our circle, you also have to look at how they're operating because we operate a lot of times according to those that are closest to us, you know, we all have different traits or different things or different characteristics that rub off on each other. So it's important to me that not only do I operate in excellence and lead as an example to my children and to my family, but also those around me are operating in excellence. Mm. So it's not always easy, but it's necessary. Like I said once once before, um, you could either be guilt, guilty by association or great by association. And I, I love that you hit on that because a lot of times we don't look at our friends or our associates as, you know, really what's affecting us. But sometimes right. they could either help or, or hinder you. Exactly. And for me, Valencia, I want to associate with eagles, you know, Mm. and that's another reason why I'm glad that we're connected. I want to associate with eagles. And when I think about my circle and I think about the women that I want to connect with, I don't want to connect with women that are or people that are operating in what I call in pigeon mode, Right. And pigeons, you know, as soon as somebody throws some crumbs out there, all the pigeons flock to get the crumbs. So you see a group of pigeons, and the crumbs are on the ground, so they're all trying to get those crumbs. But when you look at the eagles, the eagles are up high. I don't want to be with the group of people or with the circle of women that are looking for the crumbs. Mm. With that short vision span, I want to be with the eagles. You know, when I connect with women... And and we've connected. When I connect with women, I connect with women because they're eagles and because they're operating in excellence. I don't see them being mediocre. I see them operating in excellence. I see their confidence. You know, I see them embracing their cake. So there's just so many different things that go into embracing your cake, but it all it all goes back to um, it's the number one thing. It always goes back to confidence, every single aspect of it. Because when you're confident, then you're confident with being in a circle of eagles, mm. you know, and not feeling intimidated. I, mm-hmm. I, right? I love that. 
And my my new phrase going forward into 2017 will be don't operate in pigeon mode. Some people yes, will catch ma'am. that other way. Because <laughs> <laughs> you summed it up, and I love I love the analogy because oh. I have, like, the whole visual, you know, like the pigeons <laughs> getting the crumbs and the eagles. Like, you know, I'm, yeah, so don't operate, guys, you know, classes in session. Um, if you have any questions or comments, feel free to press 1 on your line. We would love to hear from you. But remember this. Make sure you write this down. Don't operate in pigeon mode, okay? That's direct from Miss Monique Denton Davis. Do not operate in pigeon mode, okay? So <laughs> I wanted to uh, ask you about obstacles. And, you know, in the, in the process of you embracing your case, what did you see or what do you think was one of the biggest obstacles in you growing into the beautiful, confident woman you are today? I think that um, one of the biggest obstacles was that is that actually it takes constant reinforcement. You know, we all have our days where it's like, okay, I don't feel good today, and I call it my days of cake confessions, where I'm like, okay, Monique, (laughs) you're not embracing your cake today. But it's to constantly reaffirm myself, reaffirm those around me that even with the bad days, you know, even the days where there are challenges, there are obstacles, that's all that they are is a challenge and an obstacle. I refuse. I don't do pity parties. And some people um, look at that as, okay, you know, I'll give you a little bit of time, but I will not visit your pity party and stay. I don't do pity parties. I do, okay, I'm sorry that this happened. I'm sorry you had this challenge. Let's see how we can get past it and move forward. Um, Mm -hmm. Obstacles to me are, of course, opportunities to do it better the next time. And I've had obstacles, and I still have obstacles, and I still have challenges, but I refuse to let a small challenge or an obstacle deter me from whatever my goal is. Some of the challenges um, with being an entrepreneur is not having any staff, you know, for a certain amount of time. There's a lot of things that we have to do ourselves. There's a lot of um, late nights and those are things that are challenging, but those are things that I embrace because I know what my goal is. Some of the obstacles are there is a lot that you have to invest, and you don't always have it to invest. But instead of throwing in the towel, I say to myself, okay, Monique, what can I do or how can I do this differently? So I never look at obstacles as some things, um, as things that will make me just stop and throw in the towel. I look at them as things that will help me learn and do things differently and do things better. Mm. So I, I would say I my biggest that. obstacle is, you know, constantly reaffirming myself. Yeah. And and I'm gonna tell you one of I love that you hit about being, you know, as I call it a a one queen show. A one queen show when you have to stay up you have to do you have to make a and b become this 
you know, see, and it's all on you when you your own businesswoman. So I just want to just take time out to just thank you for for doing what you do and just um, doing everything in, in excellence. I love Embrace Your Cake. I love, you know, who you are, and, and it's very much an extension of you. And so that's why Embrace Your Cake is so authentic, um, you know, and drew me to like, oh, I want to, number one, I love cake. And number two, I was like, oh, <laughs> I love this. I love, okay, I, I love it because you're very authentic. You know, there's a saying, um, real, real, don't just recognize real, real recognizes everything. And so, yes. and I recognize you and, and the movement, and I just want to tell you I appreciate everything you do, especially as a one, 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 one I can't even talk, one queen show to another, I understand. <laughs> yes. So I know you have something, uh, a, a tour coming up and, and probably some more stuff, I don't know. So tell me a little bit about what you have coming up. So we have our Sister Cypher Tour, and the Sister Cypher Tour is all about soulful, intellectual, problem-solving, helping each other rise. It's for women, by women. It's all about women, and it is to create some dialogue, some conversation on how we can effectively collaborate work together, how we can strengthen our relationships with each other to help strengthen our families, our communities, and, of course, um, our finances, how we can strengthen ourselves economically. So I'm very excited about the Sister Sister Cypher Tour. I'm sorry, that's a tongue twister. Very excited (laughs) about the tour. We have um, this Saturday, our first stop for this year is going to be in Brooklyn, New York, and... That's from 2 p.m. to 6 p.m., and there's details on our website at EmbraceYourCake.com. And I'm super excited about April 22nd in Jacksonville, Florida, where we have our keynote speaker, Miss Valencia Griffin-Wallace. So that is going to be an awesome, awesome event. <laughs> <laughs> and it is all about collaboration, connecting, confiding, and networking, and the panel of women that are a part of this, at everyone has something that they are bringing to the table. So no one will attend any of these tour events and not leave with something. It is my mission to make sure everyone leaves with nuggets. I, I, it might be a notebook full of things that will be used, strategies and resources, and how they can win. So those are the two big things coming up with Embrace Your Cake. We do have our annual conference that we're working on, which will be in October. And we have our um, weekly cake calls every Thursday. And every Thursday we have a different guest. And I want to thank you again for being one of our guests. And that was an awesome, awesome call. So that's really um, what we're doing. We can be found everywhere on social media under Embrace Your Cake. Yay. Uh, and, guys, if you are attached to Define You Radio's Facebook page, I did post uh, Monique's link. So you can come out to the Sister 
Cypher tour. And it's funny you, you said what it was for, because that was going to be my next question. Okay, what is what does Cypher stand for? <laughs> but you 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 dropped it, you rolled into it. I'm I'm definitely excited, and you know, like I said, I hope that. Everyone that's listening, you know, if you can't come, pass it on to someone you know, because definitely Monique, um, she's an awesome person, and I know the event is going to be extra awesome just because it's yours. Embrace your case. Thank you. And um, so I told you that hour goes by fast, guys. Look, we only have like eight minutes left. I wanted to get... Three tips, four tips, however many tips you want to give that can help us embrace our cake daily. Because it's a battle daily. Yes. So I would, the number one tip for me, um, the number one tip that I would give you is to understand that you are wonderfully and uniquely made. To understand that there is only one you. And comparison is the thief of joy. So if you understand your uniqueness, you can operate in your uniqueness. If you understand your uniqueness, then you understand that I have no other reason but to be confident because there's no other. This is it. This Hmm. is it. This is the only me that there is. So for me, number one is to understand that you are wonderfully and uniquely made. Number two, and especially for the women, number two is to understand that you are worthy of all this world has to offer. You are second to none. You are worthy of all this world has to offer. And you just need to be empowered to take responsibility to get what it is that you want. Number two, understand that you are worthy of all this world has to offer. And number three, you are deserving. Not only are you worthy, you are deserving. So you have to understand that everything that's out there for you, you are deserving of it. And my bonus, Valencia, and I talked about that, but my bonus is definitely to check your circle. Hmm want to be with pigeons or do you want to be with eagles check your circle and make sure that you're in the right circle of people that are going to get you to your next level mm. and don't be scared to shorten the circle or make it smaller i'm sorry yes. I had to and add don't <laughs> that's right or add new people to the circle you might have to shorten mm-hmm. it you might have to add some new people <laughs> Mm-hmm. And you might have to do a little a little redirecting, but I totally agree with you. Your wow. circle might not end the way it started. Right. Mm, that's Always a, that's okay to make other, changes. That's yeah. a whole other show. Um, <laughs> that's a, <laughs> con- controlling your your circle. Uh, what I said earlier, what, what it was you said about the pigeons. Don't be right, a pigeon. Pig- don't hang with pigeons. All of the above. Just say no yeah. to pigeons. <laughs> <laughs> That's Monique, right. Don't go Monique, to the crumbs. I, right. I, I'm a, I just want a shirt. 
in the listening audience, you I would like a shirt that says "Just Say No to Pigeons." That's, <laughs> and I promise you, I will wear it. Monique, I love you and your spirit, and you have definitely been the icing on the cake today. So, and and every day, I'm just feel so blessed to be connected with you. So I want you, if you could just drop your website for the listening audience. And, guys, remember all the information will also be there on the show notes and on Define You Radio's page. But, Ms. Monique, if you want to come in and drop that information for the listening audience. Yes, and thank you so much, Valencia. The website is EmbraceYourCake.com. And, again, we can be found on Twitter Instagram, and Facebook at Embrace Your Cake. We also have a Facebook group. (laughs) And the Facebook group is the Embrace Your Cake campaign. We have over 1,000 members, and it's all about daily affirmations um, and support. It's all about women supporting women. We also have Fridays where you can post your business, your services, your products, So, again, Embrace Your Cake, it's about confidence, attitude, kindness, and excellence. And not only do we want to empower women, we also want to provide a platform and an audience for women to be exposed to other women. So we are working hard to make these things happen. Yay. Well, again, guys, make sure you connect with Monique, I want to thank you so much, Miss Monique. And you know, y'all know I'm in the South. I say Miss, okay? Y'all should be used to that by now. Um, <laughs> thank you so much, Miss Monique, for joining us this week. I want you guys to think about your your life this week. Are you embracing your cake? What do you need to do to embrace your cake? Connect with Miss Monique Denton Davis. That's the answer to your question. Um As usual, the quote for the week, excellence is the gradual result of always striving to do better. That comes from Pat Riley. Pens and papers down, guys. Class is officially over. Make sure you join us next week, same time, same place. Make sure you connect with me and look at my website. I just finished updating it, ValenciaGWallace.com. See you guys, like I said, next week, same time, same place. Have a great week, and remember, only you can define you. Lowe's in the know start with Lowe's because Lowe's makes it easy to save big on building materials to finish any job. Need to stock up on water heaters? Save 5% on select A.O. Smith water heaters when you buy three or more of the same model. Plus, save 5% on eligible purchases every day when you use your Lowe's business credit account. So, pro, now that you know, start with Lowe's. While supplies last, credit offer subject to credit approval can't be combined with other credit offers. Exclusions apply U.S. only.